Hi everyone, my name is Kimberly Sasha, interior designer, mom of two, and woman of God. Frequency is my digital journal where I share prophetic dreams, daily devotionals, and divine messages directly from above. Join me and tune in to God's divine frequency. At three years old, I stood in my crib and yelled out Jesus, pointing to my closet, telling my mom that I could see him. Somehow I remember that. See, my journey with God began that day, and little did I know the plans that he had for my life. We later migrated to the United States where our lives went from plenty to barely. My parents gave up their careers to give us the opportunity to have a better life, which resulted in a long cycle of hardships and struggles. We moved often, eviction after eviction, that eventually left a family of seven homeless. My friends didn't know it because I learned at a very young age that faith and strength was the key to survival. By the age of 13, I was left to live with a childhood boyfriend that resulted in a deep depression and feelings of abandonment from my parents. I struggled to attend school and eventually dropped out of high school my junior year. See, my life on my own began so young. I had only known struggle, pain, and hardship, yet I always remained faithful. God was in the midst of my depression and circumstances. I spoke to him throughout it all and knew that one day my story will give life and hope to someone in the same circumstance. My relationship with God grew as the years went by. And even in my 20s, where I was deep-rooted in things of this world, he never left me. I would pray before entering a club, preach the gospel when intoxicated, smoke weed and just talk to God. He was just always there. Things took a turn in 2006 when I found myself in an abusive relationship for the very first time. I kept it a secret, afraid of what the outcome would be. That led to a series of attacks, both physically and spiritually. He had a life-threatening car accident that later led to seven years of life-threatening car accidents for me. The first one totaled the car that he gifted me and injured both my friend and I. Near my steering wheel was a wooden cross necklace that I had wrapped around the blinker, and the cross was vertically split in half. I believe that was God's first sign that he had protected her and I from what could have been a fatal crash. The following year, a friend of mine was picking me up on a Friday night. I was doing my hair, and I missed his call. He left me a voicemail and headed to pick up my friend, and on the way to pick her up, he lost control of the vehicle and flipped his car several times, taking his life and leaving everyone else in the car in a coma. I was supposed to be in that car. And although God spared my life, I lost a dear friend. And the next year was one of my closest friends. Her death shook me to my core. I remember spending the last days of her life and sensing that she was going to pass. We parasailed on vacation and she told me she would never forget it, even when she's gone. It was like an unspoken mutual understanding that she was going home. And losing her was life-changing for me. As I began to realize I was losing the closest people to me, all in the exact same way, car accidents. The following year, leaving a wedding... I was in the backseat of my friend's mother's car when she ran a red light and we were struck on both ends in the middle of an intersection. 
This car accident changed my life. I remember looking down at my phone and being pulled out by these two giant hands. I remember covering my face and thinking, Lord, please save me. Next, I saw the street, then the light, then the street, and then the light over and over until I eventually stopped rolling. I had ejected from the vehicle, breaking the back windshield and rolling around four cars away. I managed to stand up in heels and run back to the car to check on everyone's safety. I walked away with cuts, bruises, a sprained ankle, and glass throughout my body and face that I still carry till this day, as a reminder of the day that I was born again. After three days in the hospital, I went to my apartment, I got rid of all my alcohol, my weed, and decided to just follow Jesus. I realized he had spared me once again. I had defeated death for a greater purpose. And although the accidents didn't stop until three years later and more friends lost, it's finally stopped at the seventh year. By then, I was fasting, I was preaching God's word, and I was deep-rooted in him. I moved back in with my mom and tried to reconcile our strained relationship, where I later met my son's father. I remember sitting in my room, reading the word, and getting Isaiah 7.14. It says, Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call him Emmanuel. I knew that I was receiving that as a sign. I was at my closest to God when my son was conceived, and the way he was conceived felt like it was God's plan we just couldn't prevent. One day, as I prayed, I asked God to name my son. I said, I know it starts with a J, but I don't know the name. God, please reveal to me, because I want you to name him for me. I began to pray in tongues, and out of my mouth came out Jehovah Jireh. I stopped, not knowing what Jehovah Jireh meant. <laughs> it was something I heard once before, but didn't understand its meaning. When I googled it, I stopped and fell to my knees and began to praise him. Jireh was chosen by God. That year, 2011, I was baptized and made a commitment to never leave his side. My life gradually improved. Struggle was finally becoming a thing of the past, and I managed to move out of Miami to give my son a better life. After a few months into a new city, I was reunited with my childhood sweetheart from 20 years ago. We conceived a beautiful child and named him Micah, meaning who is like God. My relationship with God remained not quite where neither one of us wanted, but intact nonetheless. I then experienced another life-threatening event that reminded me of the time where God spared my life. I found myself back in that moment realizing that my life was saved for a purpose. My eyes were awakened, and I knew I would never be the same again. God was with me during that painful, life-changing season, but I survived, both physically and spiritually. And I will tell that testimony when I'm ready. That event ended the year, and all the worldliness that went with it was left that year. This year, 2022, I decided to start it off with a fast. I wanted it to be life-changing and memorable. Little did I know that fast would lead to this podcast. God revealed divine messages, prophecies. I cannot even begin to describe the way he impacted my life. Direct communication with the creator is the most impactful experience of my life. Hearing his voice audibly and feeling his tap on my shoulders to wake me up and pray 
is a humbling and rewarding experience. I now understand why God spared my life all those times. I was handpicked to tell the world about what's to come. I was made and chosen for a time as this. And I mean that humbly because I'm far from perfect. My life is a series of tug of war with God. Yet somehow he just knew my heart. He knew that my love for him was there even in the midst of my sin. And God has a perfect way of using imperfect people for his glory. And I'm just here to tell the story. Stay tuned.